We are here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. It is Grown Man Conversations, the visual podcast. It means you can see us as well as hear us, and that's a blessing to be able to be heard and to be seen. Tonight, we have a very special show. We are talking about your health, your wealth, protecting your mental health, spiritual, physical, and emotional. That's 360 degrees on my clock. So, I am one half of your co-hosting team for Grown Man Conversations, and I go by the name of Tonex. Can I get some hand claps for that, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you. And would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I would. I am the other half of this co-hosting team, and I go by the name of Y-Square. Hand claps for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hand claps for Y-Square. And tonight, this is Kenfolk. All right. Who's our skin folk? All right. That's right. That's right. Uh, we go back with this couple, like fat crayons and car seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have enjoyed evolving with these two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have shown us things. We have talked about things. And we have elevated because of them. So tonight, they are getting ready to blow your mind. Right, right. Like they always do. With this information. When we come together. Information is the new currency. So, Yolanda, do you want to introduce them or do you want me to introduce them? Um, I, I'd say they introduce themselves. Oh, we, yes, <laughs> we have the kings and queens up in the building tonight. And again, like I said, these are special people that are to us that are family uh, as well as friends. So, let's just start. I'd say you all introduce yourselves. Well, ladies first. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. My name is Jamil Dar Elbay, also known as Zuri Bath. That's right. Yeah. A grown gang, now you see. Zuri Bath. Right. Oh, that's Zuri Bath. Face with a name. Face with right. a name. All right, and every queen got a king. That's right. Whether they want to admit it or not. Oh, he's definitely my king now. Okay. Boy, that's how you want to get talked about, mm-hmm. fellas, in public and private. Go ahead and introduce yourself, fam. I am Akur El- Elbay. Uh... And I'm here. I'm glad to be here, y'all. We're glad that you're here. I'm excited about this conversation. If you're following him on Instagram, you will see he has the faded name because he drops truth. Mm -hmm. And Instagram takes his truth. And they say, that's a little too much Mm -hmm. for what we do over here. He is uh, in the same situation, just not as major as my guy. Brother Risa Islam. Mm-hmm. You know, Risa's on the 10 hit list that the government put out. The only non-scientist, the only non-medical professional that's on the list because of his content of not truths about that vacation. Right. Yes. So they shut everything down on him. You can't find him on Twitter. You can't find him okay. on Instagram. You can't find him on nothing. But he mm-hmm. has a platform that is coming out. And of course, you've heard him on my show before, so I'll keep you abreast of where you can find him. And the reason I know about a is because I tried to tag him into the heat 
video that yes. we did. Yeah. Yes. And Instagram had a message Not pop today. up and say, hey, this <laughs> Negro that you're trying to include cannot be, cannot be included mm -mm. because of his rhetoric. And I said, well, I enjoy his rhetoric. Right. Every time he put up something, it's a nice rhyme. Right. Okay. And then he got you know the facts. Gonna oh, he's going to rhyme. He's he going to get, he's going to drop some balls. God yeah. balls. God, yeah. <laughs> then he got the information to go with it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, how could, how could, you know what? That's my question to you. This is how we're going to start this thing off. How could social media find you out of everybody find you and decide what you were putting up was against protocol? It was too mm -hmm. Like it was fake news. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a deep And question. I never read nothing fake. Mm-hmm. It's always true. But that's what we do over here. Well, we go below the surface now. I could just say, you know, like um, one of our master teachers taught us, you know, mm -hmm. when you are in the truth, the truth is not popular. It's not widely known. And ever since I've been on social media for, I would say, I think I started when Facebook first came about. Mm -hmm. I've always... I've always shared information. Right. Whether you find it true or untrue, that's really none of my concern. Mm -hmm. I'm just a messenger. I'm sharing the information based on what I see, based on my experiences, based on what spirit shows me. And um, I've always been a seeker, you know. Yeah. I never stopped seeking, you know. And uh, as far as, like, Instagram, you know, they, they shadow banned me or whatever, Facebook, the different uh, social media outlets. I, I mean, it ain't stopping the truth. You know what I'm saying? No. They can try to stop me. They can try to stop people like Reza Islam, others. The truth is here, and it's not going nowhere. So we just going to keep doing what we're doing, you know, until we create our own platforms where we don't have to worry about getting shadow banned and worry about our voice being um, stifled because somebody else got an agenda. Mm -hmm. So that's really it, man. I, I've always been a person to speak my mind, even even if I'm even if I'm shaking and I know I gotta say what I gotta say, I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? So that's just it. You know, I, I was just gonna mean. say you're always so passionate, and that's you and Jamil Zuri Bath are always so passionate about what you're speaking and what you're doing, and intentional about it. Where does that passion come from? Why is it so important for you to spread to the masses? Um, that higher frequency, that higher spiritual learning that one should know of oneself. All right, you want to answer that? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I can only answer it for myself. And um, for me, my mom and my grandfather were very big on education. And so they always taught me that when you learn something, you never keep it to yourself. You mm -hmm. always share your knowledge mm -hmm. because that's the only way others will learn. And my grandfather used to have a saying. He says, if the mama can't read and the daddy can't read, how do you expect the child to read? Mm -hmm. But somebody has to teach the child. So I've always stood by that um, with my grandfather now being my ancestor. So that's the reason why I'm very passionate about always sharing truth and sharing knowledge. And I think with us and this westernized civilization and how we think, we have never been connected to the importance of honoring your ancestors. Mm -hmm. We hear other people talk about it. And it's almost like, well, how do you do that? And it's like when people say, people used to tell me after my mom transitioned, what you do now, how you do it, is a reflection on your mother. And you know how people always say, well, your mother, she sees what you're doing. She's proud of what you're doing. 
And I would be like, well, no, she don't because she's not here. Mm -hmm. But then you start to understand, oh, she's here because we all been here before. Mm -hmm. And we was passing through. And so everything you do now is a direct reflection on your mom. And you try, that's when you hear people say, oh, I'm just trying to make my mama proud. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just trying to hear those Southern cats. I'm just trying to make my daddy proud, man. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. It's the same thing. And I think if that was taught earlier, right, and we could grasp that earlier, mm -hmm. you'll see a lot of change individually and collectively in, in our community. I agree. I definitely yeah. agree. Well, I can say this from my, from my experience. I've always been outspoken all my life, even when I was a child. My, I, would, I would say things to grown-ups, and they would be like, they want to whoop my ass, but I would get away with say it. That it get you in trouble. I, sometimes, but usually my grandmother, I'd be around sometimes. When my grandmother was my, like, she was the savior, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, when she said something, that was it, you know? So, but I was able ever since a child, like, not to be disrespectful, but I wasn't ever afraid to speak to people if I felt like something was wrong. And so, like, I feel it's a duty especially in this day and time and for us you know as, as so-called black people here in america we are unique people unlike other people mm -hmm. and our ancestry has been stripped from us you know here I'm, I'm not talking about the motherland that story i'm talking about our ancestry here mm -hmm. our heritage here, yeah the royal families that was here yeah like that whole thing was stripped away from us and so once you start to like i've always been a student in history ever since i was like middle school I started reading like um, heavy stuff and so and I always love history and I always like you my wife will tell you like most of the time that's what I do every day I don't even listen to the radio most of the time I'm taking the information mm -hmm. sometimes it could be not a good thing you know <laughs> the tone, the tone looking like, oh, you, you better right? listen to it from three to seven he, he, really? he listens from three to seven but he don't listen right. any right. other time but really that's the well, only from three to seven p.m he does so yeah don't, let me get in trouble here but right. but the thing that it's better whole listen right she's she's tuned correct i find it very important you know, like my wife's grandparents, you know, you talk about your mom, but we got fathers too, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's the whole side to the story. And we are our ancestors. Like I look at my parents and I see how much likeness that I have with my mom and my father, even though sometimes we don't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but I see myself in them. DNA. Yeah. And so it's like the parent, like we, the, the bloodline is ever living, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And once we begin to be able to tap into that bloodline and pull out those those things, you know, that keep that made us the people who we are, to right. be able to be in here in America and deal with the things we've dealt with, right? And we still excel and be the greatest at everything we do. Come okay. on now, you know, you better and speak so about it. So imagine what we can do when we really know who we are as a as a whole, as a people. And I feel like uh, you can go get all the money in the world. And you still be a slave. You still calling yourself something that you're not. You still going along with the program. And I see in the way the system that, that how they do our entertainers, especially the black man right now, they got them in a the dress. They got us, you know, they got us walking around here doing all kind of things, mm -hmm. you know, for money. You know, at the end of the day, you know, these guys, they got contracts, they got agreements that they made, and they got to fulfill those agreements. You know, I'm not mad at them, but... It's like when we 
don't you can't speak for us. No, I can't let you speak for me. You know, right. I'm gonna speak right. my boy. I'm gonna speak for the ones I know. Cause right. all the brothers that I know, like you, that's like my family and my brothers, people that I look up to. They all doing stuff. They all are involved in the community. They just not sitting around twiddling their thumbs, wondering about who won the game and that. Even though they some, they might watch sports or whatever. But that's not the main priority, right? Mm -hmm. You know. And so I feel like with us, our my our main priority is a man, and so that's that I see for our people is to get us on code and who we are, because we're not black people, and we are not these titles that we've been given. We're so much more. And so I'll try to look into that and bring about those, share those things with the people and get them the opportunity to see something different because nobody's out there pushing the kind of stuff that I share. Many, very few. More people are coming online, but mm -hmm. the mass the mass association, they got us looking across the street. They got us always looking outside of ourselves, making us feel like we ain't got no home. And this is our home from the beginning. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, we, and when you start understanding that, you start to be like, why Why is all these people trying to speak for us and tell us who we are? When are we going to stand up and speak for ourselves? Mm -hmm. So that's my that's my, that's my my goal in life is to share that part because once we get that part, the rest, we, the game is over. You know, not to, not to say that we're going to, we taking anything from anybody else. No, we just claiming what's ours. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you said, getting everybody on the same mindset and on one accord. To think that way, because it's a whole different mindset. You got a couple of people on Facebook that are chiming in that are like, yes, absolutely. What are they saying? Um, Janie Frazier, she was saying facts. She said ancestors are a part of who we are. Their um, teachings are a part of our DNA. And then you, this was before we even got a chance to say something, then you spoke to that saying that's a part of who we are and a part of our DNA. Um, Eliezer says that knowledge is power. And, yeah, so you have a lot of people that are definitely in agreement with you. Tonight you're going to get a lot of powerful energy off the words that you hear. Because words, ladies and gentlemen, are powerful. You heard Sorry, when the Lisa. sister called in to the show on yesterday. And we were talking about protecting your mental health. And she was talking about suicide. Fonda, Fonda Bryant, who is a suicide survivor. 25 years now. And she was talking about the words that we use, mm -hmm. that we need to just stop Not using altogether. Crazy, psycho, loony, schizo. And I, and I was like, you, you are absolutely right. Mm -hmm. You are absolutely right. It's now, since we don't do pork here, Correct, we don't. I'm not going to piggyback <laughs> off what my brother said. You're going to front back? Okay. Circuit I'm going to plant back. Plant back, plant back. okay. Because we powered by plants in here. All right. I mean, all of them. All the plants. All the plants. I'm going to plant back off what my brother said, and then I'm going to yes. segue it into you. Because I heard you talk about the duty of the man and what it is that you deem necessary to do and stay on code mm -hmm. and why you are here. And we all know that God knowledge has this thing together. Sun, moon, star. Man, woman, child. Now, the single parent is pushed in the United States because we know what that does. That's another thing about looking across the street and not paying attention to what's going on over here. Mm -hmm. So when he says his duty to man and how he perceives it, and it was very well spoken, what do you see as the duty and the role of the woman, mm, especially black woman. Great question. So, <laughs> yeah, the so-called black woman, mm. what I feel one of our main duties are um, 
for one, nurturing is first. Mm. Because it's a lot of women that are not maternal. Mm -hmm. They struggle with that aspect because that has been lost. Because it's been many of us that has had to be in a masculine role mm. and don't know how to step back to be the nurturer that our men need. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of our other roles mainly is to be supportive and to speak life into the, the kings that we have in our household and our princes. Because if we continually tell them what they're not and that's mm -hmm. all they hear, then that's what, that's what they're going to think that they mm -hmm. are. So even from childhood, you have to always encourage and let them know that they can do anything. So one thing I can only speak for me is that I try to always encourage and occur to let him know that I have his back regardless mm -hmm. of no matter what it is that we're going through, we're going to get through it. Listen, ladies. Because mm -hmm. I stand behind him. I stand on the side of him. And if ever need me, I will stand in front of him. Mm -hmm. Listen, and ladies. that is a very powerful thing. But that does not take away the masculinity that he has right. by any means. It means that sometimes when it's raining and he has that umbrella over me, sometimes he just may need that umbrella over him and he just needs me to tell him, get up and let's go and let's go get it. And see, the beauty is the way you're talking is there's an umbrella big enough for both of y'all to stand on. Absolutely. Because in this country, let me tell you the philosophy that's preached. When they push the woman to out-educate or to out-degree mm -hmm. or to out-school the man, what you're doing is you're creating an inferiority complex because once she believes mm -hmm. that she has moved up because of the said school degrees and education, she takes that out on the man because now you are less than because of a piece of paper. But now let's go back to God body and you said it. The nurturing aspect. If you take nurturing away from a woman, you've killed her. You killed her. Mm -hmm. If you take protecting away from a man, you've killed him. Right. And so we need to understand that that is the foundation. I remember the other night, <laughs> me and Y Square was having a discussion mm -hmm. in front of our 12 year old. Okay. And Y Square said, and listen, if the behavior does not change, I will have to discipline you. And we were talking belt discipline at the time. We were going old school. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then I said in front of the 12 year old, mm -hmm. hold up. You can't discipline him. Right. I'll discipline him. Mm -hmm. There was no uproar. There was no fighting. There was no what? And God body, you nurture and mm -hmm. discipline suit through that. That other side, he gonna get it from me. Mm -hmm. Because I don't even want him to see that coming from you. Even though traditional, my mama told me up, but my <laughs> daddy wasn't around. But still, my mama knew if she picked up the phone and say, I'ma call your daddy, I jump out the window. Because right. mm -hmm. do you know the words? That used to scare a child the most. Let me call your daddy. I'm gonna tell oh, your daddy. I'm gonna tell now, your daddy. Now you tell a kid. <laughs> you tell a kid. I'm gonna call your daddy. He be like, where, where you at? Where you at? 
Right. You don't even know where you he ain't at, talked to him in And you just said Saturday to Aunt, Aunt Jay that he daddy was. ain't shit. <laughs> right. So now you so want to call, call him? him? Yeah. Right. right. But, tell, but tell that same child, I'm about to call your mama. Boy. Please don't call my mama. Don't, oh, it's a wrap. Don't, don't call you my mama. You couldn't say that at the school. Remember if your mama had to come to the school and, and miss work? They know mamas come they up there. We're not playing. not playing. We are not playing and we do not care it's about embarrassing not you. You didn't, you didn't, I done had the white girl to come up here for this. Right. Your ass is a you doing this in class? You acting out in class? Right. Okay. And then what the black mama do? Show me what you was doing. Do it. Oh, yeah. No, mama. I, no, show no, me, me what, what made doing. me drive 20 minutes to come here to pick you up to take you home. Show me what you was doing. <laughs> and guess what happened when you show up? You get your ass to go up. It's Again. a setup. Right there in class. It's a setup. Yes. Again. It's a setup. Stories, buddy. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a set. It's a yeah. setup. I told my son the other night, you ain't want to meet your grandfather. No. I got a whooping. We saw him whip his his son until his nose started bleeding. I said, see, don't do that no more. Right. Wow. But to plant back off of that, moms are tired of being called. Yeah. We would love For to call father. somebody else. Right. right. Say that, again. Right. Say that again. We would love to call somebody else because we're tired. Mm-hmm. And and that is a major thing, again, in society. So one thing you said, you said something about with, um, words being powerful. I had to realize that I had to stop calling myself a single mom before I met a Kurt because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't single. I wasn't a single mom. I had a brother. Mm-hmm. I had God brothers. Mm. I had an amazing circle in Atlanta mm-hmm. that involved men that my children trusted that I knew that I can call if need be. Right. So I wasn't a single mom. So you have to be mindful, again, of the words in which you choose because you're not single because mm-hmm. you're not in this by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hand claps for that, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Hand, hand claps yeah, add on for that, that, too. I think, I think a lot of that, a lot of why we suffer is from the lack of knowledge. Right. The language, the language that we use is very confounding and very entrapping if you don't use it properly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, we always are taught, you know, name denotes title. So whatever you call yourself, then that's what you are, right? Mm-hmm. So it says the burden of proof is on the other person to prove you're not. Okay. Because your word is your, that's who you are. That's your frequency. That's your power. And once you put your word out there in the universe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always tell people, you know, like, we say stuff all the time, like, with with, with the hip-hop culture. I don't even say hip-hop culture, because it's been going on for a while, like you say. We killing it. You know what I'm saying? I always say, like, people, why you say that? Yeah. Like, no, nigga, we healing it. Like, yeah. why I want why I want to kill something? Why I want to kill them? Why we've been killing too long? Right. Like, we say this stuff... We don't even think twice about it. I'm guilty and it's of that. Like, Sad it's like we, we do these things every day, every day, all day long. We putting these spells out in the universe. Universe is listening. She don't care. She going to be, okay, okay, let's kill him then. Let's kill him every time we put it out there. So it's like once you once you understand really what we're dealing with, when you're talking about whether you're talking about dealing with the things that we deal with in the community, whether you're dealing with one-on-one with a person, mm-hmm. how you speaking to them. Like, I, like, I'm learning myself now. You're talking about mental health. You know, I grew up in a household where my mother was back and forth in the hospital. And, you know, like, I was, I had an uncle that was hit by a car when he was young. And he was mentally retarded. He would do wild stuff, you know. I've been, I grew up around that kind of stuff. 
growing up in a house with drug addict parents and living in a crack house, being homeless and all of that. So I've I've experienced the trauma from all of those things. But at the same time, too, in my family, we had the other side of the family, too, where it was like we came together, we stuck together. You know, our grandparents had businesses and things like that. From a very young age, I, mm-hmm. I got exposed to it. But, you know, it's a it was a hit. We was on a hit list. So when crack came in the 80s and all of that, it tore a lot of, a lot of our generation apart, you know, our parents. So we didn't get that nurturing. We didn't really get that history and all of that. My grandma was the one that taught me down. I was like, boy, y'all ain't, we ain't come from no Africa. This your family, this your bloodline. You Choctaw, you Cherokee, this. And I'm, I, used, I was looking at my grandma like, you know, I'm getting ready to go to the Million Man March next, the week after this. When we had this conversation, I remember it so vividly. And my grandmother was telling me, like, you know, yo, yo, people have lands and all of the stuff, money that was educated and all that. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't come from no slaves. I couldn't I couldn't fathom what she was saying at that particular time because mm-hmm. I had been brought up in a school system and around people that's telling me something different. Mm-hmm. And it took my grandmother to now I can look back and be on how those and be like, wow, grandma. You was way ahead of your time. I see why you were the way you were. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate her for, for imparting that into me at, in the time in which she did because I could have easily went to another direction and got caught up in the race game and all of that. But I feel like with our people, we are on we the, our own oh, worst enemy. enemy. We yeah. are absolutely. Get out of our own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are the ones who are put in a place to keep us in check. We got all of these people, they do it for a check. We know these people. We see them every day on the TV, on the news, or whatever. But then you also, when you think about um, us as a people in America and just countless of years of miseducation, you know, mm-hmm. one of the books that changed my life was Miseducation. The Negro. Yeah, I read that book in the 10th grade, you know. And um, I remember my librarian, the other kids in my school, they weren't thinking about books like that. Mm-hmm. I remember my librarian come to me one day. She was like, man, you be in here all the time. You read me sign the books. She took me in a room. She took me in a room across. This is at Persian High School in Detroit, Michigan. She took me in a room across from the library. It was a room full of books. Destruction of the Black Civilization. Uh, Chancellor Williams. Uh, Miseducation of the Negro. She gave me probably like one of each copy that she got from Truth Bookstore. And I knew Truth Bookstore because I used to shop there. Like I knew the owners, right? In high school, I'm getting these kind of books. She gave me these books and she told me not to tell nobody. And I'm like, damn, like we got all these books these people that donated. They can't even give them out in the school. And you still see that now. Yeah, absolutely. You still see that now yeah. because I told London, uh, like last week, I said, readers are leaders. And he looked at me like I was talking crypto. And I said, okay, well, you're going to understand because it's called a library because all the lies are kept there. So Mm -hmm. you open the book up and you dig them out yourself. It's funny you're talking about what you're talking about. Go back to the entertainers. And one thing I want to point out, I want the people to understand this. I don't care how many billions you got. Mm. Me too, me. What they do is they always revert back to your real leaders. Mm Mm-hmm. And we know what the outcome is. Assassination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to kill you. Now, what that does is that make a billionaire stay in line. Exactly. Because what'll happen is they'll say, all right, 
Yeah, you worth two billion, and you worth five billion. Today. But at any time, at any right. time, if from. we feel that you're getting a little too cute, which means you're getting a little too black, which means you're starting to do too much stuff for your people, mm-hmm. we'll pull that rug from under you. And you know how we pull the rug. You know how we pull the rug. It'll be breaking news. I mean, What's done happened to? Wait a minute. What happened? We pull when we pull the rug. We pull. The, the rug, rug. okay? Right. It's night night. It don't matter who you are. And <laughs> night, night. It's night night. Right. night night. And then when other people see to my man, I won't be like Oprah. And said, and did they pull that rug? And you see, here's something else I want you to understand. If I got, let's just say me and a cur got two billion. All right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna climb it. Okay. And me and a cur say, Well, we're gonna open up a school in Charlotte for black so-and-so and so, and they block it. They kill it. Then after that, they come after me and a cur, but then the next week. You see me in a cur on a news conference talking about we're building a school in Africa. Mm-hmm. Have any of y'all ever took the time to ask, with all of these inner cities and these right. kids in the United States, right. why do these celebrities always build a school in Africa? In Africa? Africa. I'm going to answer that because they won't let your black ass take that money and, do it and right. help your community. Help your community. If right. you take that money, which we help you make, yes. so stop that self-made Th- that went out when the mafia died. That. And you, you ain't Italian. So we wasn't even on that. And the reason we ain't on none of that is because black people can't unite to do nothing. So even in illegal crime, even in illegal business, correct. you can't do that. You can't do you it. Have no mafia because y'all can't come together and, 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 and come and together. And y'all talk too much. Right. No. Or when it comes to truth talk and when it yeah. comes to the real conversations like this, like we're having now, you're going to lose half of them but but why don't square we gonna lose them because you have to unlearn what you've learned to relearn the truth right and that's very difficult for way too many people you have to unlearn Mm -hmm. what you have learned to relearn the truth yep indeed and if you've been programmed they still they still still cut you out if you say that picture a Jesus on your wall, Pastor. It's not a direct representation. <laughs> oh, that's of Jesus. not what I read in and that Bible. Right. In that Bible. And they had that, to kick him out because of his skin is not copper on that picture that you hear P paint. Right. What Sydney used to say, Monique's husband? Bible. 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 But here's okay. the thing with the Bible. See. Pardon us, Pastor. The yes, thing about it. Right. Because I know my pastor from Wilmington. He, Okay. Right. We ain't going to bash the Bible because no. there's a lot of truth in the Bible. Absolutely. If you want to be clear, we all know people of the Bible. Yes. And they so, never show us. And see, here's the thing. They always want to keep us looking over to Africa because they don't want you to know that your ancestors really is the oldest people and the most ancient people on the planet and that we brought civilization to the world. They don't want you to go that deep. So they always keep us looking across the street. And so these people, a lot of things that we see on the TV that we've been since the TV been in conception in conceived the radio, TV, the media in general, they have had an agenda. And the main agenda is to get us still our still our inheritance here cuz mm-hmm. America is a, is a rich country. Everybody talking about Africa and the resources <laughs> they got over there, but I mean, they got a long way to go compared to us over here. We, if you th- if you think about, and this is no disrespect to Africans at, uh, at all, but if I'm you look at Tariq. the, if you look at the contributions, <laughs> the African Americans, 
the so-called African Americans, which are the, the original Americans, the original Indians, as they as we was named, amongst other things. But we have contributed in the last hundred years. If you look at the the, the things that we use every day, from the hot cone, oh yeah, all to that. everything, yeah. the computer, to internet, yeah. to everything Traffic. that you can think like of, everything. it had an African, a so-called African Americans name on that on that patent. Do they still? Well, some of it got stole, some of it sold out, and you know the rest. You know, I wasn't there to to know the story, but the thing about it is, we know that our ancestors did this in the midst of Jim Crow, in the midst of Christian black codes, in the midst of uh, just straight up, just people just coming, just running our, you know, taking us with that paper, and that's how they get us the paper, the money. Everybody's focused on that. Damn Tulsa. Yeah. And then the thing about it is, the thing about it is, people don't even question the fact that, okay, talk about Tulsa, 1865, right? We're supposed to be free from slavery. With nothing now, we've been working for free all down there 300 years. So how is it that so many of our ancestors, grandparents, they grandparents got millions upon millions of acres, more banks than they have now? More businesses. My grandparents had a gas station in downtown Detroit in 1970. Mm. An auto parts store and a collision shop where they worked on cars. Okay. And oh, I knew that growing up as a child yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. Okay. So how is it that we just came out of slavery? Now we got all these so-called black cities everywhere. It's been black cities because we the ancient people. We built all of this. Our ancestors did. So I, I'm just like, okay. Nobody's trying to figure out where they get all this land from if they just, you know, white people just gave it to them. No, because the whole story of slavery and how it happened, all of that stuff that we know, the majority of the world knows, come from the TV. Tell lies visually. When a lot of a lot of us didn't, they got tricked out of their land by contracts, by treaties not being, we was trading with people all over the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, our ancestors been rich. Okay. And that's why you look at states like Mississippi, Alabama, and all this with some of the richest people on the planet. How? And if these countries over there and these other places that they say got so much wealth, why come they, they people not living like that? Don't that sound familiar, Yolanda? Mm -hmm. Does that not sound familiar? Because Yolanda gets mad at my guy, Tariq. 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 Yolanda, I, okay, I'm, let me explain it to for Yolanda. Yolanda don't like the way Tariq comes sideways, sideways. at some of the he people sometimes. He throws shots at people. I, what I like. And then he don't like it, appreciate it when it, someone throws a shot at him. Well, I like, well, I tell Yolanda, if you're going to throw a shot at a cat like that, that's like throwing a shot at Rizzo. You better be well-versed, mm -hmm. well-educated, and you better be 110% on point of the topic and know what you're talking about. If not, he's going to find a loophole yeah, right. and he's going to drag you. All right? And what he was talking about earlier is what you're talking about now. The Africans was calling on the phone, and Tariq was like, sir, sir, you, 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 you Negroes over there in America, you, what you do is, and he, sir, sir, where are you from? I'm from Ghana, right? But... And he was taking calls. He said, but the area code is Michigan. Uh, mm -hmm. right. And then he and would the guy, say, well, hold on. The guy was like, must itself. No, no, no Yolanda, don't yes, do that. That was just that one person. Because he was one person. And I said, see. But he said, he said, he said, he said, he said it's Michigan, yeah. sir. Why are you in Michigan? And he said, because my parents. So he said, but sir, sir, why are your parents? Why did they come to Michigan? Mm -hmm. And he said, well, for a better opportunity. He said, sir, see, this is what I'm talking about. Why didn't you stay in Ghana? In Ghana. Mm -hmm. 
with all your resources <laughs> and make it pop over there in your own homeland. Mm -hmm. You're over here. And some of the dude that called from Florida, he said, you're in Florida getting all the benefits, all the money, mm -hmm. but you're not trying to go back over there and do nothing, sir. Why? And they would freeze up. And I tell Yolanda, he get them every time with that. And then what he said um, is what you just said. He said, sir, because they were telling him, well, you don't have no, no culture. You don't. It came from Africa. He said, sir, sir. That's a lot. He started talking about the Aborigines. Then he started talking about we. And I am proud because my ancestors, my family, my lineage is here. We mm -hmm. built the wealthiest nation. Here. Here. And we did not run or flee. Mm -hmm. We survived slavery mm -hmm. and we still get it popping over here. Mm -hmm. And that's what I am proud of. You, sir, fled come over here. your country, sir. To drive Uber. To no, when he do that, he said, you come over here. <laughs> that's what he And you won't, yeah, because. That's listen, what he told him. He okay. came over here. Oh, you, hey, you drive hey, Uber. Hey, you fooled him. So, right. But that's right. He, he said, told him so you want me. Politically he said, correct. He said, you, he, somebody said, you you are jealous. You're cutters. You're over here. You're <laughs> jealous. Yeah, you're jealous of us. He said, he said, jealous. He said, so you, he said, you want me to be jealous because you drive Uber, sir. Right. And DoorDash. Right. And you want me to be jealous because, and then it goes back to, sir, but you're here. When are you going back to your country to help get it popping over, over there. there? And the dude said, well, my family, they're trying to come leave. Come here, come no, here. No, they're trying to leave now to go back. He said, right. you're in Michigan. Right. You're African in Michigan. He got all that over there. That's the real African-American. He said, you got all that over there. But you're here. Right. Why are you here, sir? And then they were like, well, you don't, you, what do y'all do, you do? You put money. He said, sir, I went to Africa. I filmed. I've given money to your economy, sir, because a Haitian tried to come at him too. He said, sir, I just did a film in Haiti. I gave money. But what did, what did you do? Mm -hmm. You are in Miami, sir. <laughs> you're not in Haiti. Why are you not in Haiti? Well, you're not going to talk about my people. Like, sir, why are you not in your homeland oh, trying to build that up? You're over here. Right. So it's the same thing that you talk about. And we don't we don't even get that part. Mm -hmm. No. You know what I mean? We don't even get that part. And there's so many parts that's missing. We like a Lego set with about mm -hmm. 10, 12 pieces, pieces missing. missing. But world, we try to put the thing together and still make it look good. The world is living off our people's backs, period. If you and look at what we contribute. He sure did. He meant that. He started looking up. He started looking up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you look at where they place their businesses... I know I know a lot of business owners that don't look that's not with my skin tone. And I, I I sit at the same table and eat break bread with them, okay? But if they businesses is in the hood, okay, and the most of the people that that predominantly support these businesses is our people. I'm from Detroit, I'm from the three one. What up though? So I look at I look at in our in the in the in the cities in the inner city of Detroit, majority of the stores owned by Calvin. Right? But the Chaldeans, they got the second largest population of Arabs outside of Iraq and all the Middle East is right there in Michigan. And they wealthy. They've been they've been clocking money off us. Mm -hmm. Most of them. Okay. So how is it if we so poor and we so downtrodden and whatever and what have you, how is it that all of these people, as soon as they come over here, they setting up their businesses in our neighborhoods? Because for one, they know us. that we're going to spend the money and we're going to spend the money with a race 
that is not ours, and it could be the exact same store, they know the mentality that the majority of us have. Right. And they play on it. Right. Because they know that they won't be able to put it in a quote-unquote predominantly Caucasian right. or predominantly right. um, or another, right? Because they don't want them there, period. So no. why do... The, the hair stores are owned by either the Chaldeans or the Chinese, Chinese people or exactly. whatever. That's why all the nail shops are right there. Yeah. Because why? They know that that's going to be the first ones that we're going to go there. But it could be a quote-unquote black-owned, same exact Zach. store, same right franchise. We're going to walk right past it to go to somebody else. Why? Because yeah. we will we will count each other's pockets so closely so because closely. we don't want another one to have just $1 more than what we have. But we'll give it to somebody else that ain't, that that's not gonna do anything about it. Cause like I tell you, okay, so like I'm a sports mom. My children are old now, but I was a sports mom. None of those neighborhood companies would support those local park teams. But we spending all our money in that neighborhood, though, right? Yeah. But you, but you, but you'll come to me, or you'll come to a cur, you'll come to you all. Oh, will you support my child? But you want you want him come to my store. Right. Go ask. Habib, who you done bought your 25 packs of weed from to go sponsor your son's baseball team. Right. But they won't. Right. And that's what we were just talking about the other night. Tony and I were having a conversation about clothing and said, he said, I wonder if people really knew how Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Prada, Fendi really felt about oh, us as a culture. Mm-hmm. But if they really knew how these brands and companies felt about us as a culture, I wonder if folks, if we would support them the same way because you quick to see somebody yeah. with Celine shirts on yeah. or with this. Yeah. But we have black brands we struggle We're to try to, to get, get and we can have the still same quality, still the same thing, you know what I mean? Have found a great manufacturer that's doing great stitching. But you'll run to go and put yes. one of these because brands. You want that name. That's years, years and years of planting a seed around. Adolf yes. Hitler was a genius. Now, I know some people looking at me right now, like, what the hell is Tone talking about? Listen, Adolf Hitler was smart as hell. He was. One of the smartest men on the planet. And I'm going to tell you why. You tell me how hard it is to make an entire race feel superior to not one other race, but the rest of the world and going to go prove it off what one man say. Now, he didn't take that energy and put it in the right direction or move it in the right direction. He used it in a negative right. instead of a positive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. See, but he was a, he was a genius. These clothing companies and marketing. Yes. Mm-hmm. They spend so much money on making sure that we and people of color know exactly what's going on with these clothes, this liquor, these cigarettes. You can't find no liquor billboard in Ballantyne. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let you put that they up. Put it up there. But you can come in our hood. We got that. We got Newports. We got See, this. No, and and, and then the thing is, when I heard my man say, he talked to the to the, the guy from Rolls Royce. And they said, he said the man didn't, he, it wasn't no code. It wasn't no small talk. You got to figure it out. No loophole. It was, we don't need, uh-uh. we don't need you. 
to buy our automobiles. We really don't want you in our automobiles. But you have the money, so you can go buy anything you want. But you're not doing us no favors by taking our car and putting it in a rap video. Right. Taking our car and putting rims on it. You're not, you're not doing us no favor. We are fine if you buy one or, not. or yeah. if you do not. But that don't register with us. Right. Because mm-hmm. when we get money. That's exactly it. That's right. Name right. brand, name brand. Name. Yeah. That's why I always make the Yolanda. <laughs> Yolanda always say, Tone, I have 20 million and be in a two bedroom townhouse in Walmart every day. And I'd be like, yep, on the blue line. Yep. And the thrift store. Yeah. Because, they, listen, there's right. no such thing as what a millionaire should look right. like. Right. Or a billionaire should look right. like. They give you one to attain to because they only let one get up. Right. And then that's who you are. I want to be Braun. I want to be Mike. I want to be Oprah. I want to. But, 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 do you know how many millionaires you walk by in the course of a day? Right. You don't even know. And it. you don't even know it. Right. Because you're looking for the Rolexes. And the diamonds and the Louis Vuitton. They're not wearing that. what they got on. That's real well. That ain't what they got on. It's not. But it it goes back to that programming. Yeah. We were too many was programmed to feel like when you've made it, you showed that. And that's what makes you feel like now you're accomplishing something. What about when you make it? You you show your family. Yeah. And what do you think about this comment that was um, made on Facebook? Okay. Um, from Janie Frazier. And then after this, I really want to get into this awesome event that you have going on and coming up and All talk right. about that as well. And then your businesses, because we see the shirts. I'm mad because I want to talk about I know Tom be going, but I want to talk about the business and the shirts. Right. But, That's why the minister can't well, talk. We just do part. Right. Can't talk less than but hour. speaking about brands and clothing and that thing, Janie Frazier says Kanye is a genius and he developed his brand based on slave apparel. He sells it to white people for millions. So now white people are wearing slave-inspired clothing. He is getting his respira- his reparations. What do you think about that? Well, you know, as far as Kanye West and... and, and first of all, the clothes... I'm not hating on Kanye West or not. He's a creative... He's a dirty creative, creative genius, brother. Yeah. But the clothing line sucks to me. It sucks. I wouldn't pay... I wouldn't Sorry. give that Negro it 10 cents for none of that shit. Yeah. First of all, I don't even value... <laughs> I don't have no respect for these guys who get money and go give it to people that don't give a fuck about. Yeah. I don't have... You, yeah. I don't, you could come with the water. You could come all of that. You could come... And, and instead of going, hey, instead of going to go to um, what's the jeweler name? How about you go take you some money and go invest in the mine and go go get and your go own, dig your own go. diamonds? Because yeah, y'all niggas be having the money, but we just throw it away like it ain't funny, right? Uh-oh, so here come the rhymes. Here come the bars. Getting serious. Getting serious. I don't respect. I don't respect that. To me, I don't respect that. And I feel like, well, us. It's time for us to support support each other. I'd rather walk around with a tone shirt on or a blue crew shirt on or whatever. And, and I know that I'm the money without nobody else price tag because I'm priceless anyway. Right. Can't even put a price on me. We get an applause. Right. So, and Janie is saying the fact that it's not for us, he's getting his money from them, his coins from them. Well, hey, money force be with him, but he won't get no money from me for no clothes. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Yeah. Now, I might go, uh, I'm, nah, you know what? Kanye West, to me, uh, I think he's a tool in some ways. I think 
he has a lot of profound things to say. Right. He does speak a lot of truth. Mm-hmm. But as far as me looking up to them, like, I don't really look up to them. Because to me, with the money that he got, well, why you ain't bringing it back to the hood? Right. You know what I'm saying? So you can have all the buildings, billions you want. But if you ain't that. doing no good in the hood, why do I care about what you're doing? Because right. I'd rather help somebody in my neighborhood help to grow something and, and prosper than these niggas. They already got it. Right. Why we keep looking at them for the answer? Right. Why we don't look at the people around us right. and work together and come up with our own solutions? Yeah. I always scratch my head when I say, so I'm worth a billion. But I still can't say what I want to say. Right. I still can't do what I want to do. I still can't build where I want to build. Right. I still, but I got a billion. Mm-hmm. How you got? How you got wow. restraints? On what? How on, you... I got a bill. But you can't tell me nothing. Yes, right. we can. They're not free. Yes, we can tell you. Right. Try it. Because we the one that gave it to you. Try it. Try it. That's what you do. Go try it. Go try to build your university in the hood and see what happens. It won't go through. Right. I'm not going to let that go through because if one person see it with wealth, and another, another black person see it. see it with wealth. And we're not going to start no chain reaction. <laughs> right. like, like that. Your right. chain reaction will be some diamonds mm-hmm. around your neck and some Rolexes and all of that. But we're not going we, yeah, we, to. We, we'll let you fund a couple of scholarships. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Put a little, do a little campaign, a couple of programs for some mm-hmm. underprivileged, you know. But Show your face in the hospitals and the children's war. And the children's what? War. That's not it. Well, you I'm put hoping. your name on something, Mike. Right. Well, I'm hoping these these type of establishments and schools and and places for for our young black youth and entrepreneurs begin to pop up. And even if it's in small clusters, like we know of one here, Ace Academy. Right. They are rearing up some young black entrepreneurs that I definitely would be leaders in the community. Look at what LeBron James is doing in Ohio. LeBron, LeBron, Ramon, Ramon James—that's a middle name. Let me give it all that right. go. I told, you, I, I, told, I told you, Lana, today. Uh, that's how y'all know when I'm done with radio. <laughs> when LeBron say that's it, then that's I'm gonna come right on the mic like that, that same day. day and say, "This the this is the farewell tour. <laughs> we, this is the we have done enough. I ain't gonna make you later, radio. I said we have done enough, and I'm shedding tears that oh. day." That's the Lord. If Shannon oh, Lord. Sharp can shed one for Tom Brady retired, when Bron says it's over, <laughs> I'm going to be a mess. Somebody do a wellness check on me. Wow. <laughs> I come check you. Let me, let thank me pull you, out thank my you, checkers over. I know a girl come see me. Here right. come. This is going to be a sad day that day. I'm going to have a cloud on me like the Adams family. Right. Go ahead, well, look, Go. look. So let's segue into <laughs> this amazing event that you have coming up that women are not invited to. Hey, don't say it like that. Well, no. I, I'm going to say it, like, say it that like that because it's I thought I was right going on a retreat. Only. Yes, it's a retreat for kings We're and for men only. So please explain what the event is about, what inspired you to do, to do this event, and what kind of activities will go on, what people can look forward to. Well, my, the inspiration for the event was that I feel like within our community, we need a lot of healing. Mm-hmm. We we suffer from PSD, cognitive dissonance, prisoners of war. We we just been through a lot as a people, and I feel like I feel like I see a lot of you know I've been in a healing circuit for a while mm-hmm. in different different channels, and uh, I feel like there's not been a lot of opportunity for the brothers to come together. Like we can come together, watch the game, we right. come together, do all these things, right. but why we can't come together and pray? Mm-hmm. Why we can't come together around a campfire? Right. Why we can't come together and join hands or 
work on a project together right. and be in nature together and tap back into the earth because I feel like that is what's missing from our society as a people of earth. Mm-hmm. We have lost that. And we, when we went into the city, when we got segregated, we lost our damn minds. We lost our way. And I think that getting back to the land, getting back to Mother Nature, as we say, to the source, will help us to get on the right course. And so this this better, this event has been like probably about really, I ain't going to say how long it's been in the making, but I and some other brothers that's here that work with, work with brothers mentoring and things like mm-hmm. that, we decided to come together to, to bring this about in the wintertime, mm. you know, when it's like testing us to get outside our comfort zone okay. and get into a different space. Well, we, it's just us out here, you know, and as they say, it's this air and opportunity. So we're going to be doing meditation. We're going to have um, a ceremony. Mm-hmm. We're actually supposed to be doing a um, group uh, event where we're going to be starting to build a sweat lodge on a property. Well, and, uh, should I say what a property no. is? No. But if you want to get more information, <laughs> yes. hey, hit us up in the inbox of Kurt L. Bay. I'm right. going. Yes. Tone going to be there. We got other brothers that's coming, that's tapping in. Hopefully, it's going to be a good turnout. And we, hey, whoever come, whether it's one, two, or a few, we're going to make it do what it do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be there under the stars uh, and just having a good time with and the tell brothers. People again, tell the men again how they can be a part of this retreat and okay. the dates. So again. the dates for the event is coming up 18th through the 20th. February. Of February, fine. yes. We do have a day pass. If you want to do the day pass, well, we're going to do like meditation. It's going to be... Um, vegan food, we're vegetarian, so we're going to okay. have, you know, it's going to be a clean clean eating for the weekend, give ourselves a chance to detox, uh, and also we're going to be doing a ceremony that night. Uh-oh. Uh, and so but the whole... day pass does not include that because I read the flyer. No. Right, right, right. Look at, look so you have, the, they have the choice to either stay the whole weekend, which will be from a Friday to a Sunday. Yes. Or come for the day pass, which yeah. will be on Friday or Saturday, or just Saturday. The day. Saturday is the day pass, mm-hmm. and so that's when they're going to probably get the most for their money. Okay. But we are, we will be doing fishing. We're just going to be doing a lot of outdoor stuff. There's things on the property. We got a uh, we got a thing called a photon genius. It's an infrared sauna. We got a Megan bed, which is like you know all this mm-hmm. stuff. Real real cool stuff. So we got uh, <laughs> Reiki masters there. People that want to need some some clearing, you need mm-hmm. some clearing. Uh-oh. So we're gonna be doing, we're gonna be just loving on each other well, in a good way. Costa Rica before Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this is pre record. This is pre up for yeah. Costa Rica. This is pre. Preliminary. So what? So what I'm gonna add to it from the the woman's perspective. Um, Kerr and I have been talking about this for a few years. We started with the fact that we was gonna do a couples one, and so we had a family meeting last year. Well, 2020. And so what we wanted to do was that, so it's five boys. Mm -hmm. Five men. Right, young men. And then we have the two grandsons. So I said, you know what, let's start a guy's trip where a cur will go with the male children. And then we have a daughter. And, of course, we have our uh, daughter in love who we also call our daughter. So then I would go on a trip with the two women of our family. So we would have the women bonding and we would have the male bonding. Then it got to be a little bit more. So I said, well, you know what? I think that this is something that 
men men need to do because mm-hmm. you hear about the women always taking girls trips. Yeah, always. We will go. Go, women we'll will travel in the heart. Right. 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 Men need a lot of healing as well, like a curse said. Mm-hmm. But because women have been in a masculine space for a long time, our men are not comfortable with being vulnerable with us. Right. Yeah, so, of course, they're not going to be comfortable with being, with being vulnerable with who they call their brothers. Right. So then I was like, okay, how about we pause on the couples and let's and you concentrate on just doing the men. So he was able to collaborate because we love collaboration over competition. Right. Yes. With two other kings that's right. here in Charlotte. And so at one point, Jay it was going to be, well, maybe the wives would come, but we would not be in the same living space to help semi-facilitate. And I was like, you know what? No. Let the men do Let it. Let them really just do it all the way around. So for the ladies that's listening that have men in their lives, whether it's your husbands, whether it's brothers, uncles, sons. or what sons or whatever, we're not doing the young children um, this go round. So adult right. children. 21 and over. This is, yeah, preferably. Yeah. Okay. Even though we might make an exception. Or maybe if they out of school. Like 18. But at least, yeah. but definitely out of high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, to be able to get an experience like no other. Mm-hmm. The property is something that they will never forget because it sits on approximately 150 acres. Mm. I'll tell that part. Um, this property is very special to Akur and I because this is actually where we got married. Mm. So people that have seen, that follow us on social media, if you all have seen our wedding video, that is actually where it will be. So this is something that is true and dear to us for what we love to do um, in the community and to be able to get the men in our lives to be able to come together um, in a masculine space, but then also to be in a vulnerable space with each other as well. So this is a time, ladies, that when I spoke about that nurturing, is when they will need the nurturing from us and the support to be able to go to push them to go. Encourage them to go. And from once they come back, because you don't know what they will share or what they will experience while they're there, and they Mm -hmm. will need us more than anything at this point. We going there. Yeah, that's a beautiful um, thing. It's going to be a very beautiful experience. I encourage you to go, baby. Yes. It's It's going to be a very beautiful You got to sign up. So again, please let the people know who are listening, who are watching. Absolutely. Where do they need to go if they want to be a part of this retreat starting on February the 18th, where do they need to go? Okay, so man, you want to go? Oh, should I get my number? Give out the number, yeah. All right, yeah, just, just call me 704 449 1678. Hit me up and I'll give you the details. It's a $75 deposit, $250 for the weekend. It's going to be something that you never experienced before. I guarantee you. You're going to be glad you stepped through the door. Absolutely. Yeah. And that 250 covers our lodging and everything? Food, lodging. Well, we're going to be outside, but we're going to have, you know, if you have outdoor equipment, tents or whatever, we got some extra space in our tent. I got the TV. They will tent. be access to indoors as well. 
but we will be sleeping outside. outside. So, Tom, the Tom in the tent, okay, he's sleeping okay. <laughs> yeah, he can sleep. But I got seven. I got room for seven. Okay. Seven people in my you in the tent. You better get in the curtain. We don't have no tent. Yeah, yeah. We don't have no tent. I can yeah. pack some blankets. Don't worry it's going to be a beautiful experience, gentlemen. Definitely. I'm going to come back better than when I left, I tell you that. I believe it. I believe it. I tell you that. And that is the prelude for Rhythmia. Yes. I can feel it. Yeah. And they can follow you at on Instagram. Yeah, we on Instagram. Occur Elbay, A K E R E L B E Y underscore Facebook underscore yes, underscore yes. And then my wife, she can tell you. Um, J Diaz and David, U R R seven nine two zero. Um, on the Instagram or Zuri underscore Bath. All right, all right. Well, we're gonna give the people a little bonus tonight, even.